Happy Tuesday, everyone. And I know it hurts today. Oh, it hurts so bad. You're back to work after (laughs) Memorial Day weekend. But look at the bright side. Only four days until you're back to the next weekend. Or if you're like me, you just love what you do every day. And uh, you know what? It doesn't really bug you. Yeah. Hate me for that. Go ahead. That's right. Doesn't change the fact that I still love my job. Anyways, <laughs> we are here to make your life better, not to rub in salt to wounds. Uh, and I don't know, maybe we do that too, because it's picking bones. Caleb just asked, this is picking bones? <laughs> this is a picking bones, people. And we're trying to be a little time relevant here. We know we're far away from hunting season unless you're out bear hunting. And if you are, now I'm the one that's that's hurting and you need to quit rubbing that into me right now. Cause I wish I was bear hunting right now. I keep seeing footage of guys out and, uh, it brings back so many great memories from my trip last year, Alex and I, we were just talking on the phone yesterday. We were supposed to have a bear hunt this spring that fell apart. I don't think that's going to happen next year. We're going to make it happen. I got to get back out there, but unless you're bear next year, that's right. Unless you're, unless you're, you're bear hunting. I don't think there's any other season in North America uh, going on. Well, maybe there's still some turkey seasons dragging out in a yeah, few I think places. Michigan actually, Michigan still a, has a little bit of time some, left. I think till June 7th in some areas, but that's wow. About it. Yeah, well, they're uh, a premier state for turkeys, right? Is that the right word? Premium, premier. I don't sure. know if they, I don't know if why they not. Work. <laughs> I don't know if they're interchangeable or not. But we're not here for vocabulary. We're here to pick some bones, people. And we're going to talk about fishing. If you can't hunt, then you may as well go fishing. Now, I got to say, I used to love fishing even more than hunting. And, of course, you don't have to go back very far in my own personal life to find out or to find a time when I didn't hunt at all. Um, uh, And so all I did was fish. But now that uh, I am a, uh, you know, fully immersed into the hunting world, I uh, like hunting a lot more than I like fishing. I like fishing a lot, but I think it just speaks to my passion that I have for hunting for how much more I like it than fishing. But I still like to fish, and um, I don't get out near as much as I used to. But I think that's probably reality for most guys and gals in my shoes. You know, you got a young family. um, You have job responsibilities of course you got other stuff outside of family you know maybe you go to church somewhere like i do or maybe you uh belong to an organization your kids have sports whatever it is those summer calendars get filled up oh so quickly and uh, that means you don't get out as much even more so and so what i thought a good pick and bones topic would be for this time of year would be if you could only fish three times a summer, what would those three times be? Now, I, I'm not looking so specifically as like, oh, it would be June 21st. And, There's no, no like rut. It's right. like the rut, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, maybe if you're hitting a spawn on something, you know, maybe then right, right. most of that's actually kind of happening before it's really summer, at least here in the Midwest. Um, yep. The But... So I'm not looking for like a real specific date, but maybe more like a general time frame here. The three things that 
that uh, you aren't missing. And since it's only Caleb and I tonight, actually, I have, we'll finish up. I, I got my brother, Jake. Everyone say a little congratulations to Jake. Jake just had his uh, baby girl. Well, his wife oh, that's did. That's great. Uh, Brooklyn, Nicole, made it safe and sound. She's doing great. And I uh, got to meet her and hold her already, you know, getting in that uh, good uncle uh, time. But uh, uh, J- Jake is really tied down. <laughs> I called him. It's not even that late. It's a little bit later where Caleb's at right now because he's in Michigan. But it's not even that late here. And Jake was already getting in bed. He's like, man, I got to get sleep oh, when man. I can because uh, I'm getting up all night. And uh, so, anyways, I got Jake to at least text me his three times that he would not miss. So, so I'll work those in, and we'll just kind of go like round robin here a little bit with uh, what our what our different time frames are. Okay, so three three times you get to go fishing, Caleb. What's going to be your first thing you're not missing? Oh, and I should say this. The reason I chose three is because I figured, you know, like the guy who's probably more into hunting than fishing uh, but does like to fish, has a lot of other responsibilities going on, that's probably like a realistic number for number of times they're going to get out fishing in a summer. Would you agree with that three number, Caleb? Sure. I mean, and some people are going to probably pick the bone that uh... – they wouldn't fish at all because they want to focus on deer or whatever so much, right? Yeah. So we're probably controversial even bringing up the. Top and if of the I happen, and if people. I happen to stumble across a shed, of course I'll pick it up. But I'm yes, not out yeah, here to yeah. look for shed, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. You know, always scouting, <laughs> right? Got to count yeah, all the right. rubs, all yeah, of them. Yeah. There are 93 rubs in this forest, and I found all yeah. of them. Yeah, I, put, I just put a sharpie on my arm. I just accidentally I found yeah, this yeah. giant shed. <laughs> I don't even want it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here for the scouting. Yeah. I'm picking bones right. right now. All right. right. So That's Caleb, right. Caleb, what are you doing, Three man? Times. You get you get like what's your first what's your first time you ain't missing if you're gonna go fishing? Yeah. Um what I like in and this is a general summer thing, and I'd say it probably starts there's a couple factors here. So this I don't want to dissect it too much. The first thing I'm thinking about is like the size of the body of water. So I even noticed in Iowa this spring some smaller bodies of water, they're going to warm up faster. So, um, so no, maybe if you even just know that in your head, like it's a smaller body of water, mm-hmm. if it's warmer, what I have my favorite time to fish in a summer setting, um, is not those beautiful, sunny, calm, 80 degree days. Mm. I, I, everybody loves to get out on those days. I, they're yep. like the worst fishing to me. So what I like to do is when we have a front coming in, like we've got like those thunderstorms coming mm-hmm. in or like there's a chance mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. cloudy rain, give me the clouds, give me the rain and get me, I'm trying to get on the, a warmer body of water that is going to feel that temperature difference. It'll it typically will, will switch a bite on. So that's my number, like number one time in the summer. If I can get out there pre front, um, as it's coming in and, and fish that, um, even if it's not even like lightning, even if it's just like got some little bit of chop on the water and, um, and a light rain and it's just, it's just different conditions than they've seen. I mean, right now, like in the Midwest, we're in kind of a drought almost. We haven't had rain yeah, yeah. in a while. The farmers are frustrated. So for me, I'm like fishing has gone stagnant a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's like, man, the next time that front comes in, 
First thing I'm thinking, I've got to plant my hoxie seeds. <laughs> Second thing I'm thinking is I've got to get out on the water. You know, you might want you might you so, might want to wait on until yeah. fall at this point, buddy. Yeah. We're, you're right. Our <laughs> yeah. drought is like starting in May this year. We yeah, had it's a, ridiculous. I think the last time it rained is when I shot my turkey, which is it's been bad. Which is like three Almost. and a half weeks ago, something like that. Three weeks it's ago. Bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's my number one. That's my number one, and that's kind of Midwest. It can you can go like. I would even say like one of my best fishing days of my life was in like early August in the North woods of Wisconsin. Mm. It was me and my dad and my brother-in-law. We were on a medium sized lake in that area and it was windy. It was in the forties or fifties cloudy, like like it was raining on us the whole time. We, we, we caught so many fish. Now that was a lake that probably been fished a bunch, but that day we're the only boat on the water. And we could not keep the fish off our line. And that was just, I think it attributed to just a big front moving in. And so like that to me is like number one, if you, so if, especially cause there's not a lot of other things you can do in the rain. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not? You're not going to have the body of water to yourself. If you got a little canoe, kayak, pond hopper, 3000 bass boat or whatever, the tiny little thing. So yeah, that's, that'd be my number one. Yeah. You, I like uh, that. I, I think that's good. Yeah. That's great. That's great advice. So for me, I'm uh, going to go, my like favorite thing to do if like if i if i could now if i could be out west that that would trump this but if i'm staying yep. here planted and so i'll use my western piece of advice here soon but uh for that could be our third one for we can my, go third on that one okay yeah that sounds good <laughs> that sounds good for stay, sticking around here though in the midwest i'm going to wait for like not like the hottest week of the summer because i just don't think that's great for much of of anything really you know but like when you start getting into those like you know high 80s 90s i like to go out like maybe i don't know last two hours last 90 minutes of light and go top water for bass oh uh you the so you know you got to remember water has a much higher heat capacity than atmosphere does. So this is the science teacher talking here. That means water can absorb a lot of heat, but it takes time to do so. And uh, then the flip side of that, it takes a long time for it to cool off. So like if it's a if it's a really cool summer day, you know, like let's say you go you're going you're gonna to go swim in a lake at like 9 a.m. and it just happens to be like down in the high 50s, you'll get in that water and be like, wow, it's so warm. You know, it's because right. of that higher heat capacity. But also maybe it's one of those really hot early June, late May days and you're like, oh, it's 90 degrees. I need to go jump in this lake. And then you jump in and you're freezing. You're like, holy cow, why is this water yep. so cold? It's 90 degrees. It's because it takes forever for that heat to to you know really work its way into the water and and warm up uh warm up the body of water get those get those uh that surface tension to allow uh, heat to penetrate into the to the body of water and heat it up and so as a result fish they take on you know their level of metabolic activity how how active those fish are it is dependent on, on how warm that water is. So if you like, 
are thinking, you know, man, it's a really warm day in late April or late May or or even early June. I'm going to go throw some top water around. You might get a few strikes, but it's nothing like after that water's been boiling for, you know, a month and you're into <laughs> you're into July. Those those fish are at peak activity and so they're going up there and they're smacking those top water frogs you know moss bosses and stuff like that that to me i mean you miss what five fish for every one you catch usually it's tough but it is but it is so fun you know just seeing those things just come up and explode on those frogs and smack them around yeah i'm not if if i'm only getting three days that's going to be one of them nice all right let's read let's read one of jake's so Jake's first one, he really does have baby brain right now. He gave me, his first thing he says is, I really enjoy the end of April. Too late for that, Jake. You're hurting our listeners yeah. here, man. They, you can't <laughs> I, I be retroactive. Him, I, can't, I can't say that. <laughs> but I'm going to jump to his next one. He says, so this is perfect timing. Well done, Jake. I really enjoy bow fishing nice. or just regular you know, rod and reel fishing warm clear days so this is the opposite of what caleb said yeah the end of (laughs) the end of may beginning of june okay um i will i will definitely agree with him on um and jake catches a lot of fish he's one of those guys that when you go fishing with a group of people if anyone's going to catch a fish it's going to be jake and it can be maddening but um uh uh bow fishing jake and i used to do a fair bit of that and um he's right that is kind of the perfect time frame the water is uh usually pretty clear um at that point and uh, so you can see those carp and gar and nice. and uh you know whatever else that you're allowed to target in your space or in your state um during that time of year so i definitely agree with that all right what's number That's 2 nice. second you day you want to just go back let's backwards you want to start with Jake and then come to me or should i go for it no, you go first. Let's just go around. Okay, so around so around. my my number two day that I would like to fish is it's it's kind of I don't know maybe there's multiple things here but it's I love fishing new bodies of water so it's a day that I have time to maybe canoe across a bigger lake to try to hop into a smaller pond mm. that's only accessible that way or um, if you know if a friend invites me out that has a boat that it can access some different stuff I usually don't fish. Um, something like that where it's like a, it's a more of a unique um, scenario probably going to be a cooler day like i've already prefaced it's probably going to be a day that's like cooler out not not going to be that scorching 90 degree day mm-hmm. for me but um but it's a day that's like you know what i've got some time to go explore and go try to try to fish a new body of water um i think it takes the pressure off a little bit of like if i catch five or one or whatever i mean like i'm doing well because i've never fished here before so that's what i would probably do which if you only mm, have that many one. days anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's new to you, all new to you. But if you've fished the same farm pond 20 times, it's like, I don't. I love fishing public water sometimes because I'm like, most of the time, it's like I, I'm tricking a fish that anybody can go trick and they're, yeah. they're biting. So. Yep. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use one here. So I'm kind of torn, okay? There's two things that I could suggest here. But... I already did Midwest. So this is how I'm going to, my other one is going to be about catfish. Um, Ooh. But that's the, that's the, that's the, where you grew up, where we grew up. Right. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm the this same way. This is going to be a Mississippi River cat. And dams. That's yep. right. Mississippi River catfishing tip, but I'm not going to do it. 
I'm going to go with bass again. And this time I'm going to go out to the East Coast. Uh, actually, Ooh. one of my favorite places to fish is New Hampshire. And uh, what's interesting is I have fished not only New Hampshire a lot, but I fished basically for a week in Maine. And I fished for a week in Vermont on uh, Lake Champlain, which uh, um, was almost uh, added to our list of great lakes. Um, but but uh, that didn't end up happening. And uh, anyways, uh, New Hampshire blows the top off of those other two places from my experience. Now, I'm sure people wow. could be listening and be like, oh, you have to go here. And I would love to invite me. But uh, from my experience, like like uh, fishing in those weeks, we caught some fish in Maine. We caught some fish in Vermont. But we catch a lot of fish in New Hampshire. And uh, the the method that we have fa- we have found to work very well there is to kind of like bottom bounce uh, plastics for uh, bass. You know, you can dead stick, nice. you can wacky rig, you can do Texas rig, you can use a Ned rig. We have caught a nice. lot of bass. Uh, we being my father in law, my father in law, and myself. And also my wife went with us one year and she caught a few nice bass as well. Um, so that time frame there, uh, usually very late June through, we'll say like second week of, of uh, July is really good for that. Um, they're nice. kind of, again, you know, the idea of the water temps are getting up there. Um, but even still, it's kind of a, it's kind of a lazy way to fish, you know. You're just kind of letting it sink and then just, you know, kind of jigging it along the bottom. And, man, you'll just stack them up if you Sweet. if you employ that. So that's if, if, I can, if I can make it out to New Hampshire in the summer, that is one thing that I always have to do. It's, it's usually my best day of fishing for the whole year, to be honest with you. All right, Jake's other thing that he has here. Um. He likes getting out to uh, um, farm ponds in, uh, yeah. you know, in just in midsummer, which I agree. That's great. Going back to my oh, yeah. top water thing, that's where you have the most fun doing top Oof. water is on a farm pond. All day. All day. Because you can reach, you know, basically every part of that body of water uh, casting. But um, he really enjoys fishing farm ponds in the summer for bass, and he uses rubber worms, Texas rigged. Mm-hmm. and um wacky style and his preferred uh colors uh for these uh and he uses he's like it, he's giving it all yeah Wait. yeah use it what do I they like call that. those like what are those worms called uh, not stick bait um a senko yeah maybe like a senko uh you know just like well, i think they call them just wacky worms sometimes don't they or, or wave oh, yeah, yeah it's a senko it's a stick yeah it's stick worm yep. yeah um and you know he puts like the little o-ring on there to do his wacky rig definitely do that you'll save your baits um but he uh likes the sweet potato pie color and the june bug blue with a yellow tip and i have actually had quite a bit of success with both those colors as well so uh yeah definitely definitely um uh, a go-to there in a farm pond that I have found like if nothing else is working in your bass fishing in the summer, go to wacky rig and just start, you know, 
and dragging that thing along the bottom. And if that's not working, uh, try and get a territorial, you know, really aggressive strike by just buzzing that thing across the surface of the water uh, really fast. And in the summertime, usually that can get you a fish if you really need one. All right, Caleb, yeah. what's your last one? Yeah, I feel like I should get, talk about a bait since Jake's doing doing all that, which is fair. Uh, I, if I'm tying, like speaking of baits, and this is going to tie in here, um, I I love a spinner bait. I love a mm, double willow yep. spinner bait. You choose what color, but for me, super simple: double willow, white. I mean, it's yeah, you can tie that thing on all around April. Yep april 20th and not never take it off a certain rod if you got multiple rods and probably catch fish on it most of the time so yep um so third one here speaking of spinners this is this uh, this is what i'm real excited about because it is so controversial if i'm out if i'm going let's say the black hills you know custer state park or if i'm going to our like one place with trout in iowa or out in a stream in colorado Mm -hmm. i'm putting on I'm, I'm putting on a little tiny spinner and I'm, I'm trout fishing with a spinner in, in one of those rivers and creeks. And yep. to the, to the disappointment of my fly fishing friends, um, that's the, I love catching trout that way. You catch a lot more. Which I know it wasn't always the purpose, but I don't get out there as often. So for me, it's like, I want to at least, you know, have a chance at some, you still lose a good number. I feel like, mm. um, you know, they're still missing and stuff, but, um, yeah, to me, when you're wading, wading out there out west, little, um, you know, ultra light rod, yep. four pound test, something like that, just lightweight. Um, yeah, that'd be probably that'd be probably if I had a third day to get out there, and I was happen to be, you know, like on a family trip or something. I'm like, man, I'm gonna love catching some trout. My wife actually really likes trout fishing too, so it's like yeah. it's like the yeah, best one here. that we can do together. So it's like she yep. loves trout. She thinks it's hilarious how much they wiggle. And stuff, how they just go crazy. Yeah, super lively so, fish. Yeah, yeah, and they're beautiful. They're so unique. Well, so I know, I know compared- it's like I know it's like sacrilege, like you just said to yeah. trout fish that way. But this is a <laughs> yeah. hunting podcast, people. We're hunters yeah. first. <laughs> we, I was going to say the same thing. Anyway. Which by the, by, 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 by the way, uh, Caleb, what what uh, time of year do you prefer to to do that? You know, I'm, I've, I've never really been out there any time, but summer, like I, I would say I, I know, well, if I had to pick, let's, let's talk like rut, you know, well, time, 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 of, time of summer, we'll say, cause it's supposed June. to be summer. I'm theme. thinking June, you know, all, like, all like June? Mid, mid, yeah, mid, late June, Father's Day weekend, a little shameless plug, Custer State Park. I think you have free fishing on Father's Day. Wow. Okay, if you're out that way, if you're heading out that way and listening, like, and you're, you're like, oh, cause I was out there one, one year on Father's Day, happened to be there. And I bought a fishing license, a one-day license the day before. And then the next day came along, and I was like, oh, I can keep fishing. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Um, I like doing the same thing. Uh, I do not know how to use a fly rod. There, I said it. So hate me, <laughs> you know. But I, I no, I, 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 I just don't have the time, you know. Like, you got to dedicate time to getting good with your bow. You got to de- dedicate time to hanging tree stands, and and then you got shed season. You got turkey season. You got regular deer season. There's only so much you can do. So, a good little way to still enjoy the trout, and we do have awesome trout fishing opportunities here in Iowa. Our state really just does a great job all around. I feel managing our uh, fishing game species. Um, 
but really the way uh, Iowa pours into its trout program is is fantastic. Um, so if I'm going to be trout fishing in Iowa, I'm going to be hopping into the creek. Forget about the waders. This is the way you cool off. Summer is the worst, <laughs> the worst season of the year. It's number four in <laughs> my book. If if I'm gonna if I'm gonna endure the heat of summer, I'm gonna be hopping into one of those cool trout streams and cooling off. And uh, I've the the time that I've had the most luck doing that has been in June as well. Usually, kind of early, early to mid June. Um, you know, Iowa gets pretty hot in the summertime. So once you start getting into that really hot weather, it might be nice for hopping in and cooling off but it's not as not as good a trout fishing i have found uh during that time trout like it cold and so uh it just doesn't go as yeah. well i found with them to go in the real hotter months like july and august but, but i've never June, been there in iowa premier. Never been, it's oh, cold man. is it cold well it's let's cold. go this summer man let's make it happen yeah it's it's cold water up there oh yeah, yeah. yep yep there's oh, nice. naturally nice. reproducing uh brook trout which i know technically aren't a trout they're uh -huh. a char but they also have some stocked brown trout that I think uh, mm. successfully reproduce in a few streams as well. But then if I'm going out west, like I've uh, done uh, when I was growing up several times, I think three or four times, um, we found that uh, going like the last week of June um, mm. was very good. A lot of years, very good. And, uh, again, the the – so I like using the inline spinners, like the little uh, rooster yep. tails. Those yep. are great. But what I have found to be like, like, uh, like one year when we went out to Montana, everybody was struggling. Guys that were using fly rods, guys that were using bubbles and flies with a spin casting reel, and guys that were using rooster tails. If if people couldn't catch anything, um, we started putting tying on these little. Uh, tiny spoons kind of like a little micro spoon made by this really old lure company called thomas and mm. uh thomas makes these little spoons called the thomas cyclones and uh those thomas cyclones spinner spoons whatever you want to call them those things were kind of the if nothing else works this will work and so I've used those quite a bit, and I've used them in Iowa too, and have had some luck on them as well in Iowa. But yeah, I'm going to arm myself with a bunch of inline spinners and little Thomas Cyclones, and I'm going to go casting for trout, either out west in late June, or here in northeast Iowa um, in early June. And mm -hmm. those would be my three days I ain't missing. Nice. Jake's nice. third day is in April and May, so. Uh, I guess we can. He he likes to get out in a canoe during that time of the year. Nice. You know what? For Jake's third one, I'll I'll say something that Jake once got me to do, and this was actually before I started hunting. And this is kind of like kind of what pulled me out of my funk a little bit, or not even really because that because I was already I was already back into the outdoors. I was just fishing at that time though. But this like got me into that more adventure seeking thing. Um, he put together a trip for my dad and me during summer to go down a small river, a river you will know well when I tell it to you after we're done with this call, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> nice. Dumps into the Mississippi River eventually. I'll give you that much. 
and um, we uh, threw in some canoes and um, uh, had uh, our fishing gear and a tent, and we found a big sandbar. Jake already knew this big sandbar that we could camp on, and we camped on this sandbar overnight, which, by the way, be very careful for several reasons. Right. Make sure it's legal for you to be doing that, for one, which it was for us. And then two, make sure there's not like a thunderstorm forecasted right. so you don't get swept away in a flash flood. Um, yep. We had great weather. And uh, so what we did was after we pitched our tent that night after canoeing a few miles down the river, we just set out to catfishing all night long, just uh, nice. just uh, sinking worms. And nice. uh, we caught a ton of catfish. Uh, I was that, wondering so. what you were going to say you caught if it's going to be small mouth yep. or catfish or it sounds like Jeremy Wade. I mean, look at that. You know, you're out there just all night <laughs> with that like threadbare <laughs> shirt, you know, that's like, yeah, that's got like 9,000 yeah. holes in it. No, right. Yeah, that was, it was an awesome time. So that I'm going to say that's Jake's third one. So go have an adventure with it like that. And that's really what trout fishing is too. you know, wading in those streams, mm-hmm. adding that adventure to me, that's when fishing becomes more like hunting, you know, bass fishing is great. Right. Obviously I use that for two of my days. You can enjoy it. But I think a lot of times, like when you really go down the rabbit hole of bass fishing, it doesn't leave it doesn't lead you closer to nature, in my opinion. It leads you closer to like, oh, gotta have a brand new boat. Oh, I gotta wear these like fishing gloves. Oh, I gotta wear this fishing mask on my face and I gotta have all these, you know, covers for my rods and trolling motors and all that stuff is great and fantastic and it does make the trip uh, you know, easier and more yep. convenient, but in my opinion, it doesn't bring you closer to nature. It's a pick and bones, so I can say my opinion. I like here. that. And I like uh, it. trout fishing or camping out and cat fishing like that—that's going back to mm. the basics. That's yep. getting down and dirty, and and uh, uh, you know, really, really uh, finding that natural adventure that we love so much as hunters. Adventure. I love well, the adventure piece. This was a great one, Caleb. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah. Thank you to everyone Absolutely. for listening. Please remember, if you have not yet given us a five-star review, please, please, please do so. And I really mean it when I say this. Love hearing from you guys. Please reach out. Let us know what you think. Maybe you got an opinion. Maybe you got some days that you want or uh, a tip or something that you want us to feature on an episode uh, for how to make uh, summer a little bit better when you're uh, all you can do is fish. Uh, you could send that to me either through Instagram, you can reach out through uh, firstgenhunter.com and hit the contact page or on Facebook. Also on Go Wild is another great place to get in contact with me. Love hearing from you guys. I truly mean it. That is the best part of doing this show is, is getting to know you guys and uh, uh, you know talking with you, interacting with you. You're great people. Love you for listening in. Please don't forget this podcast is presented by Spartan Forge, the absolute best mapping company there is in the hunting biz and uh not just the maps which you can get for free you can download spartan forge for free and start playing around with it get that property boundary information and the landowner information that Mm -hmm. is so critically important to enjoying your hunting season more fully Uh, but then you can subscribe for the other features as well specifically the deer behavior prediction Know Mm -hmm. when the deer are going to be up on their feet during deer season so you know when to go and hit the stand 
And uh, you can subscribe to that either just during deer season or you can do year-round like Caleb and I do because we love the yep. app so much. So please. On it every day almost. <laughs> yep, yep. It's We were just, <laughs> Caleb was on it right before we were recording because we're talking about a piece of public we want to go scout. Right, right. But not look for sheds, though. We're there to scout, man. But anyways, uh, man, I'm kind of salty about that. But uh, we're going we're gonna, to uh, definitely try and uh, encourage you to use that because it's such a great app. You can find a link for that in the show notes or in my bio on Instagram. Go to my link tree, and you'll see it right there, one of the top links. So definitely get going with some Spartan Forge. And then don't forget about good old Alex Gruen. Alex has not been on the show in a while. He'll be back soon. We were just talking about it last night. He'll be back soon. And uh, if you need any kind of hunt planning service, gear rentals, tag application help, Alex is the man. Go find him at eastwesthunts.com. He is super busy, but he still has some room for more clients. So if you want to get on the board with him like Caleb is, like I am, uh, definitely do so. And you will get so much closer to fulfilling your dream hunt just by working with Alex. So go to eastwesthunts.com, use the promo code firstgen10, save yourself 10%, roll it into that Spartan Forge subscription, or maybe buy yourself some uh, sweet potato pie wacky worms and get uh, jigging for (laughs) some bass. But uh, whatever it is, uh, spend that money wisely, use it to get yourself more into the, get into the woods more and find more adventure all year around even when we're oh so far away from hunting season uh definitely take advantage and uh do that thank you again for for everyone listening in until next time take care and take someone 